If you like weird history, true crime, haunted and paranormal, then pause the podcast you're listening to right now and subscribe to Ghost Town wherever you listen to podcasts. We also have a video component to our favorite Ghost Town episodes at youtube.com slash Jason Horton. Episodes like The Los Feliz Murder House, The Toxic Lady, The Black Dahlia, Janis Joplin's Hotel Room, The Haunted Roosevelt Hotel, and more. Just go to youtube.com slash Jason Horton. That's youtube.com slash J-A-S-O-N-H-O-R-T-O-N. And while you're there, please subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Thank you. It's the Friends Without Benefits podcast. My name is Jason Horton. Welcome to the show. If it's your first time here, you know this year, as far as the show is concerned, has been crazy. And if you're back for more, if you've been familiar with the show, you know this year has just been a year where somebody else is doing a podcast. Actually, fun fact, not fun at all, and barely a fact, I took a year off of the show and started up again about six months ago. So I was like, okay, so how have I... How have I been doing in the last six months? Uh, How have things been going? So what I did was I was like, let me see what has been the best performing five episodes for whatever reason. And granted, this only goes back about six months as far as like data and analytics. And I was like, let me see what those are. And then I am going to, I guess, give like the top five podcast based on the only thing it's based on is analytics is the only thing that I could base it on. And some of it was a little bit of a surprise. Some of it made a lot of sense when I went and looked back. And if you haven't heard previous episodes, they're pretty time... I mean, they're they're not... They're evergreen, I guess is the word people use. The, the information there isn't really dated. Maybe some of the references, obviously. Like, for example, I had, uh, I had uh, Robin from um, the, the movie The Room. And uh, she played Michelle, and we did an episode. And I re- like right now, that's extremely relevant because the disaster artist is out. It's information behind the scenes. Starting in 2018, I will be going to every other week, so the episodes will come out every other week. And if you're thinking that oh, you're just lazy, you don't want to put out more because it's too much work, not true. I want to put out episodes every week. I wanted to go to twice a week. The problem is, is that it's a scheduling thing. So I have my schedule. Then I have to schedule time with the studio that I do the interviews at. And then the most important and most crucial, and this is kind of what is making it really difficult to put episodes out every week, is scheduling a guest. It's finding guests that are interested, easy. Finding people that want to do it, easy. Have a long, a long list. But it's coordinating those schedules, me, the studio, and them, makes it really, really difficult. And... I could, I guess, like sometimes put out one with an interview and sometimes it'd be just me to have something every week. But I think that compromises the quality for whatever you if you're like, this isn't quality. Well, whatever this quality is, uh, I don't want to compromise that. It's the show is friends without benefits. If there's no other there's no friends, uh, it's not really being true to the show. And I honestly like I wouldn't if if I was listening to something and then they kind of just switched formats week for week. I'd rather just know that every, like twice a month I'm going to get a new episode, super interesting, super engaged, and the quality that it at least has always been. How am I doing? Thank you for asking. Uh, I just wrapped on a movie I was working on called The Thinning 2, New World Order, that'll be out on Legendary Pictures, YouTube Red, 
the Netflix, uh, iTunes, all those things. So that was fun. Went to the rap party. That was fun, even though like I go and I'm just like, I'm the least important person here. But you know what? I still show up and pretend. And then I'm like, where's the food? And they're like, you already ate all the food. And I'm like, I guess I'm going to leave. I'm going to Philadelphia and then New York for the holidays. I'm going to be there hanging out. I bought a winter jacket because I never seem to have a winter jacket uh, when I need it. I'm like, I need a winter jacket. So I actually got one ahead of time. I know everybody was super worried, but I got that. And I have a bunch of stand-up shows lined up for next year. I think I have already have three in January. So I'm really looking to like come back and do as many shows as I possibly can. Now let's check out what were the top five listened to episodes of Friends Without Benefits, I guess forever, but it's really just in the last six months. But I think most of them should be somewhat accurate. And if you want to take five, ten seconds, look at every single episode, make a game with yourself. Make like bingo and see how many you get. What do you win? Friendship. You win friendship. Okay, let's get to number five. The number five most listened to episodes of Friends Without Benefits is Maddox. Maddox is an author, podcaster. Uh, He does a lot of of videos. He can be controversial. I think that's a good thing. And he has a very strong point of view. He uh, is probably one of the least pandering people out there. Uh, And in this clip, which is, this is just a small clip. Listen to the whole episode because we get into it. But this clip, he talks about how he has... Uh, his website, uh, the best page in the universe, is one of the oldest websites at it, uh, out there right now, and it's still going, and it's older than Google. And we talked about you having a uh, one of the one of the earliest websites. Does that ring a bell? Is yeah. that what I'm saying? Makes yes, sense. Okay, yes, correct. What what is that? It's called the best page in the universe, yes. and it started in 1997. It's one of the oldest running websites on the internet. It's older than Google. And uh, I've been running it straight since 1997. Uh, it's I still post updates to it, uh, not as regularly as I used to. I wish I had more time, but uh, yeah, it's that's my site. Is being kind of on the ground floor of having a website, as far as people, as far as people finding websites and websites surfacing, um, does it get buried or is it more prevalent because it's so ingrained in? the internet well because my site is so old and at one point it was it was probably one of the heaviest trafficked sites on the internet i i mean i was getting more traffic than mcdonald's uh and and coke and pepsi websites like my website was blowing them out of the water um it never i don't think it ever got top 10 but uh definitely in the top 1000 or 2000 which is saying a lot on the internet is that like an alexa alexa ranking yeah yeah so it got a ton of traffic for a while and um, because of that, it it helped with the Google ranking as well because Google gives authority to websites that have been around for a long time that lots of people link to. And I went with the name The Best Page in the Universe because – and I found – this is fascinating. I found out there's so many, like, 12-year-old kids who read my website, and I'm like, why? That's so inappropriate. You shouldn't be reading any of my stuff. And it turns out, as a 12-year-old kid, what's the first thing you search on the internet? The, the best. The best – Page, page in the, the internet, yeah. yeah, yeah, and so that's how a lot of like kids are finding my website, and that's I created it when I was sixteen years old, and I decided to go with that name. The fourth most listened to Friends Without Benefits episode is comic Lisa Curry. This was actually a huge surprise. Listen, Lisa's great and she's interesting. That's why she was on the show, um, and she is extremely honest. Uh, she's super successful as far as I'm concerned. 
I just don't know. Out of 65 or so episodes, I don't know why this one was so listened to. I mean, I know it's really, really good. I just don't know why this one, I guess, captured the hearts of millions, thousands, whatever the number is. Uh, she talks about uh, the survival job she took moving to L.A., and uh, how she, uh, she's a stand-up comic, really successful, s- successful writer, and she talks about uh, how she got into doing stand-up for the first time, and it was kind of a weird roundabout way, which I found really interesting, and I hope you will too. So let's check out Lisa Curry. Like, I would say the first four years I was here were just a complete wash. It was right. just So like, you weren't, were you doing anything in the entertainment biz? Sort of. Like, I, I did some extra work, and, like, I was sort, like, I was just so aimless, and I didn't know who to ask, and I didn't, like, I... When I first moved here, I was like a personal assistant for this crazy actress, and she was like... Can you say who it is or no? Uh, her name is Kelly Hallahan. I don't think she's working anymore. I think her... her um, You brought her down. I brought, her, <laughs> I brought down the empire of Kelly Hallahan and her ex-boyfriend, who was her boyfriend at the time, was like a stunt man. I don't know. He was in a bunch of shit. Carl something. I don't... Who cares? They were so Shout weird. Shout out to Carl. And they had moved here from... Like, I had met her through a mutual friend in Chicago, and she, I remember when I moved here, I, I mean, I was, <laughs> I was so, I, I can't even believe how poor I was. Like, looking back, I'm like, fuck. I, I mean, I would go to the gas station, I'd have, like, a handful of change, and I'm like, I don't know, I guess 79 cents on pump, too, like, because I just had no fucking money. And she, I remember her telling me, she goes, you know, I can't believe anybody moves to L.A. with, like, less than 30 grand in savings. That's so ignorant. And I'm like. What the fuck? Like I have four dollars. Yeah, I've never had that much at one time. I've ever. never. I have thirty grand in debt. I yeah, have thirty grand plus. Yeah. Like, and it was. Oh, and so she like kind of like set this. I mean, not to like give her all the credit of my paranoia, but she was like, you know, stay away from Scientologists. And I was like, what the fuck are Scientologists? And then she was like giving me all these names of like casting directors to avoid and like other people. And I was like fuck you can't trust anyone in LA and I was just like scared and aimless and broke and just how did you survive I don't know I have no idea like I can't just do that was just so foggy because like I didn't have any help from my family they were like well fuck off like you that's your problem um yeah I don't know uh, that whole time is such a blur but then I like like I said I started Second City really enjoyed it and then a year into that, I th- I only did stand up because it was like a couple of people at Second City had done stand up or like were doing stand up, and I was like, and they just seemed so much cooler for it. Like they were like, yeah, you know, I got a I got a spot at wherever, and I'm like, oh fuck, like I need to do that just to like. Were you because you seem like you were you said you were a little scared to do the improv, yeah. Right? But it isn't taking the other people. That's how I kind of view it. Is uh-huh. like because you have like this uh, th- this buffer of other people. But when it's just you and the microphone, it's like you either win big or lose big or, or right. whatever that is. Like that didn't affect you. I think it's the the inverse for me because I don't like here's and I'm still scared of improv. I did. I was on Second City's house team for like a year, and I'm still scared of it because if you're up there with a group, I don't like being silly. Uh, like. I like being silly when it's within my control and it's and I feel comfortable. Like if I'm around friends, I act whim. like a complete moron. Right. Yeah, but yeah, that's the thing. If somebody's like, "You're a dog," then you have to fucking act like a dog. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not into that at all. I'd rather I'm too much of a control freak. Like I want to 
be in control of all of my own movements and everything I say. <laughs> like I can't. So you want the all the Sorry. ownership to be because if it, yeah because it's it's just all on you. Yeah. And, and I don't. I've never had a problem taking fault if something's wrong. I'm like, yeah, that's okay. That's my problem. So like, when things go well and you get all the, I don't want glory is too strong of a word, but like, you cash, know. cash, money, fame, cash, <laughs> cash, money, fame, fame, right? Yeah. <laughs> when you get all that, it's like, oh, this is the best thing in the world. Uh, so what was your? Uh, because I mean, I'm kind of asking for a friend. Um, uh, what? Uh, <laughs> curious. Uh, mm-hmm. what was your first? The first time you're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try stand up, because um, you don't. I mean, I guess you don't know. Like, I'm gonna do stand up for the rest of my life. You're, you're essentially, I'm gonna try stand up, yeah. right? Because you could have theoretically done it once, and be like, you know what, screw it, I'm not doing this right, anymore. I'll yeah. find something else to do. Uh, what was like, what was that experience? That was, I was auditioning for some to be a part of some sketch group that I found in like LA casting or some, one of those. Who f- gives a shit? One of those right, things. Yeah. Um, and I had been in like some scene study classes and any time they like give you like a teacher or whatever gives you a comedic monologue, it's in the history of acting. It has never been funny. Like any comedic monologue, you're always like the crazy neighbor with a funny hat who like believes in spells. Like it's always, it's never, it's never funny. And so I was auditioning for this sketch group and for whatever reason, I think they were just a bunch of morons. They were like... All right, come to it was at they were holding auditions at three clubs on Vine and they were like, uh, all right, come down and prepare a comedic monologue and I was like, Fuck that. Yeah. And I showed up and I was like, Hey, um, do you mind if I just like do some stand up? And I just that was my first time doing stand up was for that audition. And then I got it and then I didn't I ended up quitting because they were just unorganized and morons. The third most listened to episode of Friends Without Benefits, not a surprise. This one, it's uh, all-time low. Uh, we, uh, this episode, I mean, we essentially, this little piece right here, and I feel like it kind of defines the whole episode, uh, we talk about balls. So, all-time low, and we're going to talk about balls. Uh, the episode called Guybrader. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the titles kind of just come from, uh, it's sort of the same way we name our albums, like, We'll sort of the episode will come together, and then there'll be sort of a line that one of us said. Uh, you know, like in the case of our albums, it's oftentimes a line from a song or a song title. Um, and in the case of the the podcast, it's like you know, Jack will just say some ridiculous thing, or I'll say some ridiculous thing, and we're like, that's the perfect episode, even though it has nothing to do with the actual episode itself. Yes, which I like. I like that. No, I love a good bait and switch. Like I like being lied to, so it's it, that's great. I mean, it's one of my favorites. <laughs> it's, the old, it's the old clickbait thing. We're taking I, a lot of cues from BuzzFeed. Listen, I, you know, I made videos like called Butter Dick, and people will click on a video called Butter Dick. You know what I mean? You got to at least say Butter Dick once. Oh no, there is know? a butter. It's about a girl who's hot, Butter Dick. <laughs> and it's an interactive video, yeah. See, that um, gets people asking questions. Now I want to know the story, and your ratings are going up, you know? Dibs on band name Butter Dick, by the way. Butter Dick is a good uh, I mean, you know, you have, um, what's wrong with my balls? I mean, that's, actually, that's actually a legitimate fear that uh, there is something wrong with them, so I'm nervous. Again, that was an on-topic discussion. Can you help me? Well, no, you know, I'm going to spin it. I'm going to be like Johnny Positive over here. Let's talk about what's right with your balls. Yeah, uh, not well, not not a lot. I don't have any kids, so right. they might not work 
actually. I don't know even know if they're if they're Jack's balls are impressive. We talked about this on on our show, and we might as well talk about it on here too because it should be celebrated. Um, he has really really nice um, large balls. Like it's it's symmetrical. Uh, it's not appealing to a girl though. Like girls aren't like, oh yeah, that dude has huge. Balls. No, I think it is. I think girl. I think people, anyone that's that's looking at you in a, in an interested sexual way, uh, would put stock in your balls. You they know? make the whole package look better, right? I mean, are they symmetrical? No. The second most listened to episode of Friends Without Benefits, not a surprise. This one is definitely not a surprise. Uh, Trisha Paytas. She's on Celebrity Big Brother. Um, she's very popular in the, in the YouTube world, and she's been on a bunch of TV shows. She has a very polarizing, strong, very uh, dominating personality. If you're not familiar with her, I bet you look her up and you're like, I know who this is. Uh, I, I'm a huge fan of hers and and always will be, even though, uh, you know, she seems to, like I said, be a little a little polarizing. I'm on her side, I guess. Uh, if I, Not that anyone's asking me to pick a side. Um, but we talk about how she is, was in the adult industry, but it's not what you think, but it's sort of what you think, but it's not what you think. And here's a little... A little bit of that, but you, you want to listen to this full episode. Just you're definitely going to want to. I guarantee it, or your money back, which is nothing. Dancing. Did you ever do jumbos? I, oh, I had a conversation about jumbos recently. No, uh, no, but I was in a porn on accident at jumbos one time, but I was never. <laughs> Did you ever do jumbos? I, oh, I had a conversation about jumbos recently. No, uh, no, but I was in a porn on accident at jumbos one time, but I was never. <laughs> As we, you know what? Sometimes I was in a porn. It was an, a total accident. It was- I was pushing my cart shopping at Target and I ended up in a porno. I was. It was called Horny Birds 9 or something. Oh, I didn't see the first eight, so I'm not going to understand what's going on. It was, it was awkward. Nothing? Oh, okay, good. Uh, so how do you accidentally end up in a porno? Because, um, uh, you know, the website LA Casting, I always tell people like LA yeah. Casting. Yeah, I do know that one. Well, do you I- know the website Pornhub? Well, it's crazy. Well, LA Casting is like kind of like. It's not cool. Oh, yeah, I it? know. Well, no, it's. I mean, it's it's legitimate. But there's a lot of crappy things. Like on actors' there. access, like all these things are like ugh, actor like jobs for a hundred bucks or whatever. So, um, I thought it was like an extra job. They said it was like an extra job. Like, oh, you're gonna just be like in the crowd or something. I was like, okay, a crowd of penises. <laughs> literally, <laughs> that's, that's literally what happened. And then we showed up, and they had you sign things, and it was really weird. They had you sign things, and I was like, okay, used to it. But then they had you hold like your ID to your face, and I was like, this is like kind of weird or whatever. And I brought my little sister because like bring people, we'll pay them a hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah. It was bad. It was so bad. And then we get there, and it's like a homemade porn where they like they like basically are just like they asked me to hold the camera because I didn't want to participate in anything because like basically like the girls, if you would have had sex with the guys, got like an extra like one hundred fifty dollars or something. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and it was so bad though. Like people were just like having sex like right in front of you. Like it was weird. It was really weird. And then at the end of the whole thing, where, I, where was your sister? Like During- behind me, and she was she was mortified. My sister had just turned eighteen, okay. and so she was. I was mortified. Eighteen, everybody, <laughs> lawyers out there. Eighteen on my podcast. Everything's eighteen. Up. Eighteen up. Yeah. No, it was it was bad. It was really embarrassing. My sister was mortified. I was mortified. And then the whole thing they make you say like, "Were you drunk or anything during this time?" And we had to say no to get paid. In reality, they were serving us drinks. So it's like you know, I don't know, but um, yeah, I didn't drink anything. It was embarrassing. It was like dirty. It was like gross. I was like. Over it, like I, mean, I, cra- I did a thing where I crashed a porn set. I made a video where I crashed a porn set. What porn was it? It was something for I forget who it wasn't like a it wasn't like a tight, but it was at someone's house, like in the I think it was somewhere. Oh, no, it was in, in Marina Del Rey. 
Really? Yeah. Was that your? No. Uh, oh, uh, was it at my? No, 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 no. no. I was, it was, yeah, it was in kind of in this area. That's what I was wondering. I was like, oh, this is in the valley, and it's pretty. It's it was pretty strange. Of course, I just went in there and made a bunch of jokes and stuff like that. Wait, why did you do it? Just for a video or for just fun? for video? Uh, for video. I had I, the, I don't think the actors knew that I was going to be there, but the the people who ran the thing they thought it was like good promotion or whatever. Jeez, so, you have the connections to everything. Um, if I want to do it, I make it happen. I mean, I like that. That's why we're friends. I'm kind of the same way. Did I'm you like see that. the porno when it came out? Uh, no. no okay. I think some website like saw it and they like screenshotted it because I was in another one called This Ain't Jaws XXX but I was like I kind of knew it was for porn but I just was like in the background like on a bikini like no one was having sex in the scene I was in right. they were just like talking <laughs> I think but it's probably... that weird thing because you know if somebody <laughs> says oh Trisha was in a porno they're not lying yeah that's true and what I use it to my advantage there's so many like my past in porn has like 3 million views you of know? course <laughs> and you probably do that once every year you yeah. make that same video <laughs> True, it's true. So that's why, I mean, I bet when you were sitting there at that time, you weren't like, this will be good for a vlog vlog thumbnail and a vlog uh, title. (laughs) No, no, because I was was YouTubing, but I wasn't like YouTubing. No, it was was awful. The number one most listened to episode of Friends Without Benefits, this is not a surprise. It's the very first episode with Shane Dawson. He's a, a director, writer, author. Very prolific on YouTube. I've known him for years. I, I've uh, we've done a lot of projects together. Um, we're both in the movie Internet Famous. He's in it a lot. I'm in it a little, which is th- that keeps the balance there. Uh, he's a very interesting dude, and he uh, where a lot of people I think have kind of fallen off in this kind of especially in the digital world. He just keeps keep it, he keeps it fresh. He keeps things moving. I don't really know how he does it, honestly. I have no idea. Um, but he does it, and that's a testament to what he does. And uh, we're talking about a chapter in his book, um, and we talk about uh, his ex- uh, excess skin. So that comes up. It's either his or somebody else's. you got to listen to find out. And then um, he talks about uh, a hot teacher he had, and I ask, we find out how accurate she's represented in one of his videos. So the number one episode of Friends Without Benefits, Shane Dawson. Uh, I think this this was the most um, teen comedy chapter yeah. I think I had where I'm like, okay, this will make a nice video. A lot of the other chapters are stuff I couldn't really do. Like I have a whole chapter devoted to what I did with my ex- excess skin after I lost all my weight because mm-hmm. <laughs> I had like 15 pounds. Of well, we have it with us today, Shane. <laughs> we brought it. Wheel it in. <laughs> Um, so I did a whole chapter on that. And it's really disgusting and funny. So there's a lot of chapters I just couldn't really create. Um, rawness. I mean, it was pretty raw. It was yeah. real. All of it was real. Except for, you know, I didn't have sex with her at the end. Well, that's what I was going to get to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to. Is it cool if I ask that and of talk course. about that? I want to talk about the. Yeah. Well, okay. So I got really kind of a little bit wet when I saw that you, I was like the, the teacher. Yes. Um, what did the teacher, Was it? did that really happen? Yes. The teacher. What did she look like? It was the girl in the video, who's an attractive girl, yeah, yeah. was that a, a Hollywoodized version? Or no, it, it was yeah. about, we. Uh, I got really lucky with that actress, Tully Sketch knew her yeah. and was like, oh, she'll be great. And literally looks just like the teacher yeah. from high school. I was like, oh, I think this is her. Uh, <laughs> but did, did you, did you bang? No, did you no sex but bang? 10 years later, I, I went uh, to a bar and saw her again. And then she was like, what'd she say? She goes, she goes, oof. You got sexy. And I'm like, oh, thank you. I'm like, well, in high school, I always thought you wanted to have sex with me. She's like, I kind of did, but now I can. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what do well, I do? Well, she could have before. Uh, I mean, you're cool, right? I wouldn't. My shirt would have stayed on. Yeah. For sure. 
And so- well, the socks stay on because come on, like oh. who's got time? Shoes stay on. Shoes stay on. Uh, it's sexy. Underwear like, stays on. on. There's a whole. There's a flap for that. Mm-hmm. There's a flap for that. <laughs> Swimsuit check. Sunscreen check. Phone charger check. Don't forget to pack the five-hour energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. 